On May 13th, 2015, Savas Savopoulos, his wife, Amy, their 10-year-old son, Philip, and their housekeeper, Vera Figueroa, were held for 19 hours in their home in Washington, D.C. DNA found on pizza crust that was left inside the home led police to arrest one man, Darren Went. He's pled not guilty to all charges against him. He's currently in jail and his trial is set for September, 2018. Hi, I'm Sarah Frazier. And along with our Fox 5 team, for the past nine months or so, we've been working on our first ever true crime podcast. When we started this process in the newsroom, we sort of debated what story we wanted to take a closer look at. And it quickly came to all of our attention that there was really only one story, at least in the newsroom and in the past 10 years or so in the D.C. area, that people had so many questions about, so many uncertainties, they wanted to know more. And that was the murders of the Savopoulos family and their housekeeper. The Savopoulos murders happened in May of 2015. Almost instantly, this story was national news. For more on this story, we're going to go to Emily house Miller on the day they were killed, along with their son. Sabah Savopoulos, his wife Amy, their 10-year-old son Philip, and then their housekeeper, Vera Figueroa, were bound, beaten, stabbed, their bodies and their home set on fire after being held captive for 19 hours. And it was just so shocking because the brutality of it was shocking, but then the neighborhood that it happened in was so shocking. This was a neighborhood that the Savopoulos family lived in that was multi-million dollar homes. It was right next to the vice president's house, practically. It had its own private security, a secret service patrolled there. It was so unlikely this could happen. And then the family had money, they were young, they were good looking, and it just seemed unimaginable that over these 19 hours that the family couldn't alert somebody. And how could one guy do it alone? The big national news in this story was DNA that came from pizza crust that was found inside the home. And from that, one man was arrested, Darren Went. Darren Went is is a big character in this case. He's in jail. He's awaiting trial, which is set for September 2018. He's pled not guilty. And there's been so much discussion around Darren. It came out in this case that he was a former employee of Savas's. But then there's also been a lot of discussion if Darren was actually a friend of Savas, if they were drinking buddies. The other big question that we explore in this podcast series is that police had come out from the start and they said there were multiple people involved. But here we are over two years later, nobody else has been arrested and the case has kind of gone quiet. The Mansion Murders podcast series is six episodes and we try to take on some of the bigger unanswered questions in this case. You know, who were the Savopoulos family? What was their background? Roxanne Roberts from the Washington Post, you're going to hear a lot from her on uh, episode two. And she's a style writer and she was a former writer for The Reliable Source, which was all a who's who in the D.C. area. And Roxanne gives us a really good account. And she says there were some things that were off about the Savopoulos family. Here's a clip from Roxanne. I was hoping to get something along the lines of we had a chance to talk about Philip, or we had a chance to talk about what Amy was like as a mother or, you know, what they were like as a family. But what I got was so, such a wall that it went beyond grief to something that made me wonder, what, what's up? You know, just what's up with it? There's a lot. This whole case has so much of what's, what's up with that? Darren Went. This is such an interesting part of this podcast series. He has a criminal past. We go into that on episode three. Darren was also a welder. He was in his early 30s at the time of the murders. He'd spent time in jail for assault. 
But we had heard from his attorneys, we'd heard from the U.S. Marshal's office, and then we're going to hear from Darren's family for the first time that Darren is actually a good person. He's misunderstood. Yes, he might have anger management issues, but according to Darren's sister and to his former attorneys, that this is a man who is not capable of murder. Here's a clip from U.S. Marshals Commander Robert Fernandez, who's the head of the U.S. Marshals in Washington, D.C., and also helped track and arrest Darren Went. He didn't seem like the type of person that would be involved in this. And actually, that night, we ended up going to his parents' house, and we interviewed the family, and they were the some of the nicest people we've come across, um, at least I have, in doing these kind of investigations. I think the biggest moment you all are going to be fascinated by and gripped by and really torn about is on episode three, for the very first time, we talked to Samantha Wendt, who is Darren's sister and his closest confidant. And I, I think what you really sense is just how much this crime and, and this murder has just destroyed these two families. And she really paints a picture of Darren that I don't think the public has ever, ever heard And so I'm going to be fascinated to hear from you. I think we all will here at Fox to really find out what you think because it was riveting. We couldn't kind of pull ourselves away from Samantha. And I think you'll have great empathy for her point of view about Darren. Here's a small clip from my interview with Samantha Wendt. This is the question I have been wanting to ask you forever. Darren is not capable of murder. That's something that he would never do. Aside from Darren Wendt, no one else has ever been arrested in this case. No one's been named a suspect. No one's even been named a person of interest. But there are some people that raise eyebrows. The people that were with Darren the night he was arrested. There were people in a box truck. There were people in the car that Darren was in. And we were told by Darren's former attorneys to look at the people in the arrest warrant. And one of those people is Jordan Wallace. Jordan Wallace was a race car driver and he worked up in Jessup, Maryland, not far from where Savas and Amy lived. And he became Savas Savopoulos' courier and chauffeur. He drove Savas around. He had unprecedented access to the family's cars and their home. And he often posted himself in their $100,000 vehicles. And he delivers the $40,000 ransom money to the home the morning that the family is murdered. And then he lies to police about it. That's the big X factor in his story. Why did he lie to police? Police question him a couple times, and then he completely disappears. He erases himself from online. All his accounts are gone. So where is Jordan Wallace? Here's our reporter, Marina Morocco from Fox 5. You'll hear more from her on the podcast series. But she tried, like many others, for weeks and weeks after the murders to interview Jordan Wallace. And here's what she has to say about Jordan being an elusive person. Was Jordan Wallace involved? I mean, that's a huge question. Another question, he completely just fell off the face of the earth. I mean, he went MIA. He did the interviews with police, and we tried to get him. And the best we could do was find pictures of his Instagram that associated him with Sava Savopoulos. He would post pictures driving the Porsche that was Amy's car that was later found burned, uh, saying, you know, my job is so cool. I'm so lucky to have this job. Darrell Went is another interesting person in this whole saga. And Darrell is Darren Went's half-brother. We also know that he was with Darren the night that Darren was captured by U.S. Marshals. There was also four other people with them. And another element of this case that we're going to go into on the podcast series is why those people were never arrested, 
it appeared that they were questioned, but that was it. And a lot of sources and a lot of people you'll hear are wondering why police never charged them with aiding and abetting. And Darrell, you also find out, he has a criminal past. So we go into that. And then there's the accountant, the person that orchestrated the money drop-off that was aware that the Savopoulos family had to get that money. Who was that person? What I hope you get out of this podcast is truly how chaotic this story is, how how there were so many elements around this um, that it begins to take on a life of its own. And I think you'll also get a glimpse in this podcast series of just how truly devastating this series of events was, not only to the Savopoulos family, but to friends, to associates, and of course, to Darren Wentz's own family. So I really hope you walk away with a greater understanding of how stories kind of get out of control and, and how little details really do matter. The podcast series will be out very soon and we're looking forward to hearing your feedback and we hope that you will listen. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes at Fox 5 DC. And if you want more info on the Mansion Murder podcast, you can go to fox5dc.com. <laughs>